All right, podcast number three. Here we go. Uh, doing it by myself this week. Uh, Martin's pretty busy. He's got some stuff going on, family stuff, all that other stuff. So let's see if I can even do this by myself. Um, yeah. So kind of how the week went. Um, pretty good. Hit all our lifts. It's Eddie Hall right there. Um, hit all our lifts. It was deload week, so we went kind of uh, a bit softer. Anybody who does the five three one uh, knows that it uh, it takes time and you need rest and all that other stuff. So <clears throat> this week was deload, so we kind of quite a bit more reps, but nowhere near as hard as we should be going. Um, we did play with the bamboo bar this week. If you don't know what that is, um, get you some of that. That's a lot of fun. Works on uh, a lot of stability. <clears throat> we did negative uh, chest today, or negative bench press. It was a lot of fun. Um, tore us up pretty good. So, Martin's still going, uh, John's going, and then we got a new guy, I believe his name is David, uh, it's one of John's friends, and, uh, yeah, we'll see if he keeps going, um, that's the point, right, to continue to keep going, so, let's see what we gotta do, um, this week, uh, Martin was gonna be talking a little bit about the different sports and all that other stuff, so... I'm going to pull this out and see if we can handle it. Um, <clears throat> the three biggest ones that we kind of concern ourselves with are you get your powerlifting, I guess four, powerlifting, bodybuilding, strongman, and then weightlifting. And the way we classify those are powerlifting is your basic, your bench, your squat, your deadlift. Um, <clears throat> you're really going for mass of amount, right? Like you're trying to go for the most amount possible, and you usually do... You get about three tries per, um, depending on events. I, I know some events do things a little differently. Every single event's a little different, but I'm pretty sure that's the standard for powerlifting. I haven't done a full powerlifting meet. I'm looking forward to doing one. I was going to do one this year, but instead uh, everything got canceled because of COVID is super fun. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, you get your main lifts for powerlifting, bench, squat, deadlift, uh, you get three chances at each. So usually what you do is you hit uh, a rep that you're fairly comfortable with around your max. Uh, then I'd say your second round is, I don't know, everyone's different. They have their own way of doing it. But uh, I'd probably go for like a couple pounds over my max, right? Um, and then my third one is going to be that one that's <clears throat> maybe like, 10 pounds over my normal max. So that, that's kind of how I'd be doing it. Um, when we're looking at uh, weightlifting, now that's, uh, that's your Olympic stuff. That is where your technique comes in. That is huge. Um, nothing you do in weightlifting, which I'm talking about Olymp Olympic, um, can be done without an, ex an excessive amount of training in just technique because if you don't have everything 100% perfect it's not going to happen right so uh, let's pull some weightlifting guys here um, yeah so you got that one and then you got your bodybuilding right which is kind of the biggest one that everyone knows about 
depends on if you're an Olympics fan or not. Um, so you got your bodybuilding, which is you got quite a few different realms in that as well. You got classic, you got like men's physique. Um, I mean, basically, you have like your normal super buff guys. Um, okay, wait. So you have your normal, what I would call them as fuck boys, the guys who wear the shorts, right? <clears throat> and that's, uh, those are the guys who wear the shorts. They're not training legs. Their upper body, they want their abs to pop out further than their chest, right? Those, that's those guys, uh, at least in my opinion. Now, don't get me wrong, doing that to your body is extremely hard. Um, so don't think, don't think by any means I'm downgrading any of that. Uh, we're going to classic physique. That's that's where you're looking like Arnold, right? Um, the old Arnold, back in the day when he was 1920, when he was winning. Uh, doing like the uh, chest or the stomach suck in thing the vacuum what they call it so there's a whole lot of that um, and then you got your mass monsters your, your bodybuilders your guys who are so huge that every shirt they have barely fits them right and it seriously doesn't matter what size of shirt it is it's not going to fit them um, and those guys are of course going to be on you know a massive amount of like your um, poofy makers, your HGH, all that kind of stuff. And um, it is what it is. Everyone who does every one of these different categories does their different things. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting, you know. I mean, uh, when you're doing, like, HGH, stuff like that, you're, you're getting uh, extremely huge. And for that... I mean, it's, it's give and take, right? You're, you're, you're giving basically years of your life away to look absolutely insane. Just huge monster. Um, just looking at Olympic weightlifting. Uh, I'm trying to find the heavyweight guy. The only way, reason, uh, the only way I know him is by his Instagram handle, which is um, Optimus Prime. And uh, he is just one of the beastliest human beings I've ever seen. Uh, I'm just trying to pull him up. I can't find him right now. Uh, yeah, okay. So then, uh, yeah, your mass monsters, your guys who do all that stuff, that's that's going to be like your most intense training, right? That's your 15 to 20 reps, um, 10, like three to five sets on every single little thing you do. And there, there's so much into it. A lot of respect for those bodybuilding guys in all of the categories. Um, <clears throat> you also have the women as well, um, doing your classic bikini and then your mass monsters and that as well. But uh, just the amount of food you got to eat, the amount of training. Uh, I would say out of all these lifts, out of all the different types, I would say it's a pretty good. I would say it's a pretty good tie between bodybuilding. Right, getting to be that mass monster, really lifting, and uh, and uh, Olympic. And the only reason I go with Olympic is because those guys, uh, like China's team, um, they are trained from little children. Like literally, their parents come bring them in and test them and see if they can even make it. <clears throat> Your body proportions have to be right. If you hit a certain height. Uh, if your arms get a little too long, something like that, they'll, they'll just kick you out of the program. They have no problem with that. They want to win. Um, 
which is what it is, you know? I mean, every country's trying to win. <clears throat> so then you're looking at uh, just years and years and years of training, where if you're trying to be a bodybuilder, yeah, I'm still saying to be, be at the top at least, ah, man, what, like six years on a very low scale, and that's with some amazing genetics and an insane amount of work ethic. I'd say more around the 10-year mark is what you're looking at if you're trying to get um, into bodybuilding and stuff. Whereas, like, powerlifting, that, a lot of guys who do that um, were lifting in the gym, found out they were insanely strong, and just started picking up heavy weight and started training for strength, right? So, um, then we're getting into strongman, which is my thing. Uh, I'm absolutely in love with it. We got this guy over here. I'm not sure if you can see it. Eddie Hall, right? This is my dude. Look at that guy. He went from that to that. Absolutely insane. Um, the guy's work ethic is crazy. He's waking up at like 2 a.m. to eat, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, we talked a little bit about diets and stuff like that. But your strongman diets are, are really like, I think we talked about, around your 10,000 calories. Uh, which is insane, and it's literally as much food as you can put in your body. It's not, you're not trying to, I wouldn't say, like, eat super clean, right? You still have to eat good food. Uh, I would say my only rules with that is if you if you can make it at your house, it's good to go, right? Uh, if you, if you're buying it out, like McDonald's, Taco Bell, so that, doesn't, that doesn't count. Um <clears throat> So these were kind of the categories we were going to go over. Um, I kind of hit them. I don't. I didn't really have. A, I should have planned a little better for that one. But anyway, so we're going to move on to uh, motivation, kind of what I was going to talk about. Um, and when I'm talking about motivation, oh my phone's over there. That's where my notes are at. Nice. Um, so we're looking at um, spiritual motivation. Uh, emotional motivation, mental motivation, which I know they sound kind of the same, but I put them in different categories. Uh, your physical motivation, which this Eddie Hall right here, that's that's my physical. Um, sorry, I keep getting distracted by this Facebook thing, people coming on here. But Eddie Hall is my physical uh, motivation. And the reason is, I mean, you can see the guy. He was, it says right here, 433 pounds. He's a huge mo monster of a man anyways. But 433 pounds. Now he's down to 360. His abs are huge. He's getting ready for that fight with Bjornsson, um, which Bjornsson's going to get destroyed. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, he's not ready. And I know he's going to fight somebody else, and I'm a little concerned that he's going to fight somebody else, see how much of a pussy he is, and back out. So... We'll see how that goes. Um, meats, meats, pasta. <laughs> yeah, come on into the gym, man. What am I wearing? Oh, come on. T-shirt, dude. Come on, Justin, you weirdo. Here we go. Happy now? T-shirt. <laughs> Damn it, Justin. All right. Uh, khakis. No, oh, I got some, uh, some pants on. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so, Eddie Hall's my motivation. I mean, he just went from a huge dude, uh, to still being huge, it just looks a lot better. You know, he's still pretty strong. I guarantee he's nowhere near as strong as he was. 
but at the same time, it's give and take. Every single thing is going to be give and take. Um, you know, you, you want to you want to become a mass monster. You want to become one of the strongest men in the world. Uh, your your gives are going to be life. You know, I mean, life in the gym, um, juice, steroids, and stuff like that. I mean, that that's kind of a big thing and all this stuff. Um, which I, I'm assuming we'll do a we'll do a podcast just on that as well. But uh, eating, right? The, the amount of food you have to eat to get this big and this strong is pretty intense. It's not good for you to be doing any of this. I mean, picking up a thousand pounds, yeah, any doctor's going to tell you, hey, don't do that. But to them, I, I say, fuck it. You know, I mean, you're, you're living your life the way you want to do it, and there's no reason you shouldn't. Um, let's go into emotional uh, motivation big emotional motivation for me is just kind of, I feel like with all these motivational things, you need to understand why, right? So when I go to, for my motivation, I'm not talking about goals. And when I talk about goals, goals are great. And I have my goals everywhere, right? So every year for the past two years, at least I've done my goals, right? These are kind of just little things I want to accomplish this year. Um, short term, long term, all that kind of stuff. Now, having goals is absolutely amazing, and have them, do them, be amazing, do that crap. But, why? Why? Everyone wants to be a millionaire, right? So, that, that's fantastic, but why? Why do you want to be a millionaire? So you can travel around the world? It doesn't take a million dollars to do that. It really doesn't. I mean, it's it takes money to go places, don't get me wrong. But if you went one place every year for the next 20 years, I guarantee you're going to see at least most of the places you wanted to see and figure out the place you're probably most likely wanting to retire, right? Uh, I'm listing, uh, actually we're pending again for a house of these people who've worked their butts off their entire life. Um, Alex Hamilton, it's your, um, your aunt and uncle, the Hesses, um, They've been busting their butts their entire life. They're finally retired. We're selling their house, and they're moving to Mexico. Good. That's amazing. They've probably been quite a few spots. Realized, hey, Mexico's pretty sweet. It's cheap down there, uh, beautiful climate, amazing humans. Just go be happy. right? That's, that's the point of all this motivation is to figure out what makes you happy but then figure out why it makes you happy and figure out if it's actually the reason you think it is. Um, yeah, again, the millionaire thing, everybody wants to be a millionaire till first of all, you figure out how not easy it is and how much everybody talks shit. I'm going to be a millionaire this, I'm going to be a millionaire that. Sure, what are you doing today to be a millionaire? Right? So there's, uh, there's quite a few little breakdowns of... Uh, how to be a millionaire, right? So let's see. Breakdown. Millionaire. Yep. If you can see the screen, I, I'm not the best speller in all the land. But, um, let's see, by day. Breakdown for millionaire. Statistics. Uh, 
Anyways, I think it's somewhere around like 150 bucks a day. You gotta make uh, uh, maybe it's like 200 something. 250. Let's say it's 250 bucks a, a month or a day. <laughs> right? What are you doing every single day to make sure that happens? What are you doing to make sure that no matter what you do, it happens anyways? Right? There's there's a lot of people who make their money work for them. There's a lot of people who work for their money. Uh, there's no one way that's better than the other. There never is, right? It, it's all about you and being happy. So if your motivation at the end of the day is, like Seth Ferrosi, man, I, we keep going back to him. He's a hardworking motherfucker. So if you keep going back and forth and you would rather bust your ass every day to make that $250, do it. Do it. You know, there's nothing better than that feeling of, putting that check in that account knowing you earned every cent of that. And at the same time, the other way doesn't hurt either. Buying a couple houses, getting them getting them going, you know? I mean, renting them out, making that, let's say, $250 per house per month, right? I mean, what, 10 houses? That's $2,500 a month? I mean, that pays some bills, man. That really does. <clears throat> so, and then you're going to get duplexes, bigger, like, properties, all that kind of stuff. It's just, there's there's a thousand ways to do everything. My biggest thing is you got to understand why. Why are you doing it? Right? Your financial goals, your emotional goals. Um, I'd say your emotional goals, my number one thing, again, everyone's different. Mine's to be happy. Right? Mine's to be happy. And make sure my family's happy. That's what I'm always going to be doing. I don't care what anybody else wants me to do. I don't. I don't give a shit. Uh, most of the time, when people tell me to do something, I'm usually on the other side of the spectrum, telling them to go fuck themselves. That's just kind of what I do. And that kind of hurts a lot of people's feelings. And I, again, I don't give a shit. I'm in this for me, for my family, and to make every single thing I want to do happen. Right. So emotional. I'd say I want to be happy. And then we get into figuring out why. Why do I want to be happy? Well, if I'm happy, my wife's happy. My wife's happy, I'm happy. It goes back and forth, right? If I'm happy, my kids are happy. You know, if I come home in a shitty mood and I got to deal with the kids screaming, yelling, and fighting, um, that's going to happen, you know? But if I'm in a good mood already, it's going to be a lot easier to deal with. Uh, they're going to take it a lot better. Uh, we're all going to have a better day, right? I may not just come home and just start yelling you know I mean anyone who's a parent understands that especially a parent uh, more than one child uh, and you're looking at let's see if I can readjust this a little especially a parent uh, more than one child I mean they're just constantly fighting is this better everybody I know everybody uh, you can't turn your phone while you're alive oh wow crap whatever do that, huh? That's not gonna work. I had this set up. I promise. Fuck it. Alright, so, um, your mental, too. That, that was another thing we we're gonna talk about mental motivation. Uh, what is your mental motivation? And when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about what keeps you mentally grounded. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of problems, uh, mentally, right? Um, there's quite a few people struggling PTSD, 
depression, anxiety, all that stuff. There we go. That's not bad. How do you deal with it? What makes you feel better? You know, I mean, I know I, I have depression and every once in a while, um, I just kind of disappear a couple months, you know, and, uh, it's, it's not easy to do. I know me enough to know that, um, I need to pull away a little bit because when I start going into my little, uh, little fits is what I kind of call them. Um, I'm, I handle my stress honestly most of the time by taking it out on other people and that sucks to say, but at the same time, I'm trying to be honest with you, you know? So when I, uh, when I'm doing what I have to do to stay in a good mental health state, um, everything seems to go well. But when I'm not and things don't go well, I seem to, you know, put people down, do all that other stuff and make people feel not as, not as loved as they should be. Um, which sucks. It really does. But again, it is what it is. So I know that I have those issues and again, mental motivation, what motivates me to uh, pull myself out of that, right? Understanding the fact that I, for a long time, didn't believe that uh, depression, anxiety, all that other stuff was a real thing, that it existed, right? And I feel a little stupid about it now because now that I realize my own feelings and all that other stuff, that um, she wasn't smart, wasn't wasn't a nice thing to do. Um, because honestly, when I do get into those mental states, I do have to kind of just be like, look, look at everyone around you. I mean, everyone in this country is one of the luckiest people in the world. And I don't care if you think you're not. Honestly, again, I, just, I don't give a shit. Have you been to any other countries? I mean, we, we've been to El Salvador uh, every couple of years for the past 10 years. And to see what real poverty is will change your entire mental state. Um, again, amazing country, amazing human beings. I haven't met nicer people or harder working people than when I was down there. And um, But they're seriously $30 a month kind of a thing. Can you survive on $30 a month? I mean, I probably spend more than that a day just on myself. Food. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just insane to think about something like that. But, um, yeah, physical, mental, emotional, financial. Um, figure out what your motivation is. Really push it. You know, um, so, again, we're going back to this. Figure out what your goals are, of course. But you need to find out your motivation behind all these things because if you're just looking at, I don't know, just again, the millionaire thing is the easiest one to kind of talk about. Um, if you're looking at just being a millionaire, why do you want to do that? Is it necessary to, to accomplish all your goals? If, if um, let's say you got 10 goals and eight of them are solved without being the other two, is that enough for you? I mean, some people it's not, and they're just going to keep pushing, and that's okay. But some people it is. I mean, say they don't need to make a million dollars. Say they make $100,000 a year and they're happy. Good for them, man. Uh, let's just see how that goes. And first of all, start busting your ass, right? So start right away. You got goals? Get in there. Get them going. Um, see how it works for you. And, you know, I realized real quick, I told everybody for a long time, oh, I want to... I wanna, 
rule the world. I want to take over the planet. I want to unite everyone. I want to do all this other stuff. I want to be a billionaire. I want to do all that. And then I started making real money. And you start seeing that, you know, the little things that people wish they could do aren't that crazy expensive. It's not that crazy expensive because why do you want to go to Brazil, right? Let's let's pull that one out there. Why do you want to go to Brazil? I mean, do you want to go down there and spend thousands of dollars while you're there? No. You want to go enjoy the beach. You want to go enjoy the culture. You want to go enjoy the people. You know, honestly, when you go places like that, I mean, beach is free. Maybe not everywhere, right? Maybe they're charging to get in some beaches or parking or whatever, right? Beach is free. So I would say if you save up, I got in here, I wanted to go to Rio, right? Coronavirus canceled a lot of this stuff. A six grand. Six grand to do it for me and my family. And that's that's literally going down there. Hotels, food. And I, I, I'm a food person. I love food. So I want to go to some nice spots. Right? So that's factoring all that in there. Uh, beach, and I want to do like some tours and stuff like that. I, I love being immersed in culture like that. So um, that's kind of where I'm at with it, you know? Just, just understand the fact that most of the things you want, do you even actually want them? Would they make you happy? I mean, find your motivation behind your goals and then figure out that, you know, sometimes it's, it's not actually a thing. Right? Um, one of my biggest things that helped me with my motivation, my mental state, financially, everything. And this is going to sound funny, and I tell a lot of people this, not a lot of people believe me, but um, journaling. I know it sounds freaking weird. I learned this in uh, Bold. It's a KW class at Keller Williams. And um, they had you start uh, writing a journal. And when you do, you basically write about your day. Um, I do my 10... My 10 things, I write those out. Uh, everything's in pen. I don't think I have it here with me. It's right here. You should always know where your journal's at, right? I haven't been doing it as well as I should be. But uh, it's kind of where we're at, right? So, bam. That's what I'm doing. My 10 things. Uh, I'm writing out how my day wins. I mean, honestly, the last time I did this was March. I got to get back on this. It's been kind of a crazy year. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, but so I'm doing my five reasons I'm blessed. My five, my ten affirmations. Five things I'm amazing at. Um, and then I write, I'm the greatest ever. Five times. I know this sounds kind of crazy, but... And then I write, I am Tyler Toby Townsend. I sign my name at the bottom, then I journal. You know, it's uh, it's pretty intense. And one of the main reasons I love doing it so much is because, uh, especially as a guy, right? I'm not the best at articulating feelings. I'm not. I fucking suck at it. Um, but at the same time, when you have to, when you got to write it out, it's different. Right, you have to write that shit out. You got to put how you're feeling into words, and sometimes it sincerely helps you understand what you're even feeling. Because sometimes I'm pissed. Well, why? Well, I don't. I don't know. Fucking, I just in a, in a bad mood today. Well, what happened to make you in a bad mood? Well, fucking, who knows? Right, little things. I stubbed my toe this morning. 
you know, just fucking pissed on the floor, missed or whatever, right? So it's just little things that start to piss you off and keep going. But, uh, yeah, I think this one's going to be cut a little short this week. Um, again, it's a little hard for me to do this podcast by myself. Uh, it'll be a little easier when I get Martine back on here. Uh, I'm going to have some guests coming in here soon. Um, got a couple army buddies I want to talk to, a couple business people I want to talk to, realtors, lenders. Um, Craig, if you're looking at this, I want you on here too. Ramona, I was trying to get up here. Larry Hales, um, Cole Grover, I'd like him on here. Um, yeah, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. Uh, everybody's got their own story. Everybody's got their own reason for doing what they're doing. And every reason is worth it because it's your fucking reason. And anyone who doesn't like it, they can sincerely fuck off. Right? So do what you're doing. Love life. Uh, love your significant other. Just, just do what you got to do to make all your shit come true, man. So, um, again, this is Psychotic Strength, right? Uh, we got Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I don't know if you got a Snapchat up or not. Might have to do that. Um, yeah, look us up. Psychotic Strength. Uh, Instagram's the easiest way to do it. We, uh, we got all our stuff there. And again, by February, we'll have a line out um, of clothing, and you guys can see what we're working with. Uh, I should have little little things here and there to kind of explain what we're doing and, and kind of where we're going with everything. So um, get at us against Psychotic Strength Crew on Instagram. Tyler Toby Townsend. I mean, you can just Google my name. My number pops up. I don't give a shit if you want to call me directly. Um, yeah, have an amazing night.